This episode of the Crow Pod is brought to you by Rascals Creative. Best book events, live entertainment. They got filming and production work. They can do all that stuff for you. Check out rascals-creative.co.uk. And by our friends Copeland Streetwear. You can find them at copelandstreetwear.co.uk. And, of course, the famous. Find them at thefamousheadwear.co.uk. If you would like to support the Crow Pod and get your name out here to thousands of bears across the Crow Pod Network and Heart and Hand Networks, all you gotta do is go to copelandroad.org, click on the support button, or scroll down in the show notes where you're listening right now, click on the support link, uh, select the $10 a month option, and then uh, just reach out, let me know what you need me to say for your business or charity, and we will get that out on every single episode of the Crow Pod. So don't forget, just visit the copelandroad.org, and now let's start the show. Cropot contains language and themes which may not be suitable for anybody. Episode of the Crow Pod, and joining me, Shane, of course, Mr. David Egger. Hello, David. Hello, yes, good to be here. Confident that I'm going to last the whole <laughs> whole show <laughs> this week after the week of uh, the week of doom last week, where my house decided to completely fuck up in every single possible way uh, that it could think of. I am here. Wi-Fi appears to be working. I don't want to jinx it, but we've had a good solid week of it now. Uh, my new TV's just been delivered, as Beautiful. you guys know, as you heard in the background. My new TV has just been delivered, so I will look forward to getting that set up. So yeah, I mean, it's good to be here on our. Is this? Are we calling? Is this like the Queen's birthday? Uh, uh, is this our, uh, officially our 100th? Well, I got it's the 100th new co crow pod. So right. there we go. Yeah. Yes, which again, that that number is probably not even close to being accurate. But we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna go with it. We're gonna go with it. And of course, Todd, Todd's here. Todd Van Allen. Hi, Todd. Hi. Uh, actually, just to be safe, I'm actually piggybacking off of um, uh, David's internet, and I find that. I, <laughs> oh, that was a nightmare. Yeah. See, when your job is essentially speaking to people over the internet, yeah. um, not not having any internet it's is not the best. It's not the best. No, uh, that's that's not what you're looking for. <laughs> it's a sense of helplessness, you know, when you're just you're looking at this this router, and you're, work, work. Right. Um, it was made slightly more palatable by the fact that it wasn't just here; it was like an area thing from uh, Sky who provide my my uh, Wi-Fi, and it was. But even I so, I, yeah. I I, I ah. did appreciate every listener who chimed in. Uh, to offer the advice, not only for your internet, but also your television to try, of course, unplugging it and plugging right. it back in. Yeah, that's so, always good. Yes. It's I, good to I, see I, the I, IT crowd are here. That's nice. Well, I worked, um, you know, doing technical stuff in a, although I wasn't the, the techie guy, but I worked as part of an IT team that was sure. web. So don't think I don't know. Have mm-hmm. you tried switching it off and switching right. it back on? Because it right. does usually work. Yeah. But mm-hmm. the, 
the telly decided it was going to just annoy fuck out me because, as I say, go to no power, do a hard mm-hmm. reset, and it came on. So I was right. like, okay, great. As soon as I plugged in the, uh, as soon as I plugged in the HDMI for, uh, you know, the 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 cable box and for the, uh, uh, the what do you call it, the Amazon thing, Fire mm-hmm. TV. Well, the as soon as I plugged it, it went off again, completely died. So tried a new lead, worked great plug in the hdmi completely died again and at this point it's been you know four days and mm-hmm. i don't have any patience so i was like fuck it i'm just buying a new one yeah. so i bought a new one and of course sally's like i think i can probably fix that i said yeah but you probably hurt yourself into the bargain so i'd rather have a new tv and a functioning wife mm-hmm. as opposed to <laughs> well, a fixed on. tv and you chopping off one of your arms mm-hmm the, the the internet is one of the one of those beautiful things. It's like, how am I going to fix this? Well, I better look it up. Ah, oh, fuck. Like it's like <laughs> it's like the guy who first tried to do his own heart surgery. You kind of need the thing that you're trying to fix to fix the thing. It's not the best. I I, I, I had a lot of listeners very concerned because I, I I'm fixing some uh, lighting and electrical issues that have been you know I, i've wanted to fix for a couple of years in the basement mm-hmm. and out you know in the back garden and whatnot so mm-hmm. uh tomorrow we'll find out if i live because <laughs> <laughs> thankfully you... it's, it's all mostly like right ready to i've only got to get into like the 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 uh the circuit break you know the box one time because there, there's a pair of exterior outlets that are both um like non-grounded things, can, so they got water you, in them and, and shorted out. So can you do us do the world a favor? Can you live tweet doing this? I, I, not I, I, not yeah, for humor, I mean, just, for just, validation. You do a like the 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 live uh, Twitter audio thing, so you guys mm-hmm. can. Do it. I want anybody to see me get electrocuted, but I right. imagine hearing it might be mildly funny. <laughs> you know but. what? Suddenly you're a TikTok star. <laughs> <laughs> We fucking lost David. We lost David. There no! he is. No, but that, that's good. Uh, but that's good old-fashioned Skype crashing because it's shite. <laughs> okay. So that one. That uh, yeah, one no, 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 no. That, that, that one we can accept. That's that your bread and butter accept. Skype crash. That's blue a good screen. Old good straightforward happens every single week. You're talking David. away, and then that's there's nobody there. So, uh, but it, yeah. So the uh, an exploding DVD player. And at that point, I'm thinking. <laughs> oh, we're back on this. Right. Okay. Yeah, and at this point, I'm thinking, right, have I broken a mirror? Have I annoyed some sort of spiritualist person who's placed me under a curse? Do I need to go mm-hmm. and piss in the corner of a room to break to break the curse? Um, and I was beginning to just feel really, really sorry for myself at that stage. But uh, uh, persevered. We got, luckily, I was away for a couple of days. I was in London for a couple of days. So mm-hmm. that uh, uh, kind of cheered me up because London gets heat. When the rest ah. of Scotland, uh, the rest of the country doesn't usually. London is is quite warm, which was quite <laughs> nice to actually arrive somewhere and go look the sun. Uh, mm. And I, uh, yeah, it's amazing the mood, the difference, isn't it, that it makes after six months of utter yeah. shit. Yeah, I, I wouldn't know because uh, it's it, it's back uh, below zero today and the wind is like whipping at twenty miles an hour. So it's it is bitterly fucking cold outside. Oh yeah. It's it, awful. Uh, <laughs> March, that, that you have three days to figure yeah. out this out like a fucking lamb thing. Yeah. So fucking move. This well, is, this is, like, I have it, put on long johns again. Don't care for it. So I'm because uh, like this is the first week that they start doing like yard waste pickup with a you know like oh. the garbage pickup again. Mm-hmm. So 
the plan was to go outside and finish raking up any, you know, leftover leaves from the fall that right. got stuck under. So there is no chance in hell no. I am going outside just today. Give them bags <laughs> of snow and just see what the yeah, fuck happens. Yeah, fuck yeah. Well, see, that's, it's supposed to fucking snow tonight now. Of I'm just, I'm done with this shit. You know mm-hmm. what this is, don't you? It's, uh-huh. it's lousy smart weather. Damn okay. smart weather. Smart <laughs> <Damn smarch> weather. <laughs> that's exactly what this is. Smart. Uh, right, we've got to go to it because thank you every week. We 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 should have a last a hero of the week award for people who give us free content. Will Smith, we salute you. <laughs> thank you. Right. Now that boy has gone downhill since Uncle Phil died. I think we would yeah. all agree. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. can I just say that the amount of Simpsons references that people have been sending me, thank you. Mm-hmm. Keep doing it. They're wonderful. My favourite one so far is Jasper with Will Smith's head superimposed on him standing going, talk about my wife. <laughs> <laughs> That's a paddling. <laughs> that reminds me, I now have to get my uh, Raising Arizona uh, screenshot and, and Photoshop Will Smith's head over uh, Nicolas Cage going, you keep your damn hands off my wife. Oh, <laughs> well, no, he doesn't seem to have a problem with that. No, that's true. Yeah, that's, uh, he seems to the, have... It, so, it I can't was... remember who sent this, but thank you for the dumbest joke. Do you know what the police found when they dusted uh, Chris Rock's face? Uh, I do, but I will let you crack it. Fresh Prince. Hey! <laughs> I'm not a big Oscars. I'm not a big movie watcher, as you guys know. Mm-hmm. Well, not any, not any new ones. Uh, yeah, right. but part of my belief that the you know, old culture ended in around about 1997. So I don't tend to keep up with them, and I don't mm-hmm. really know who's won what. So it's, it's not really a big thing for me. So I wake up the next morning and sort of says, "Did you see the Oscars?" And of course I was like, "No." And you didn't strike me as the type of person who would care mm-hmm. about, you know, who was wearing a Vera Wang. Right. Um, but <laughs> you I mean, don't. He said, well, I'd love to. I just, okay. you know, I, I don't I don't think I've got the thighs for it. But they <laughs> they sent me they, they they sent me the clip and um what did do we think it was real? I think it was real. Oh, it he was slapped real. the shit out of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I the, think people saying it was a workout. What, yeah, what well, they got well, to people, gain? people are fucking idiots. So yeah, what have they what have they got to gain from it being? I, I no. don't. What, somebody said they'd get publicity. I was like. It's Will Smith and Chris Rock. They're the guys winning the Oscar yeah. best actor. Yeah. Yes. And he's presenting the sodding Oscar. They don't need yeah. public. But it, uh, I it, it goes I back. It, it goes back this this thing, and it goes back to when um, Chris Rock was hosting the Oscars, and he took a swing at Will and Jada Pinkett Smith then. Yeah. Um, because they were boycotting the Oscars, and his his joke was, "You can't boycott something you weren't invited to." Yeah. Um, and so <laughs> no, that, now, brutal, is it? I mean, that's uh, not... it's it's a joke. Ah, yes, you no, know, it's a roast know. joke, and that's what you know, kind of the that's intro is. When I like, is, yeah. we we just kind of fell into watching it. Like we were like we were, we were scheduled to watch something else, and I just flipped it on, and literally the 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 Oscars came up, and it was Amy Schumer's um, monologue off the top, and she did a great job. And I was like. Oh, you want to just continue watching this? And my wife's like, oh, yeah, sure, whatever. And so, you know, she did her wordle when we go, oh, who won? Okay, fine. And, uh, and we just kept watching it. And and then that happened. And my wife and I just looked at each other and went, we didn't just see that, did we? <laughs> like, we like, did that? Like, I will t- this is very different from Rob Lowe dancing with Snow White. Like, this yeah. is very <laughs> I well, it, does, it, like, it just came on at work because I, I forget what, you know, sport had been on ABC earlier in the afternoon. I think it was hockey. 
But, you know, that started, and it's like, well, all the tournament games are over. Like, there's, there wasn't really anything on Sunday right. night as far as sports went, so mm-hmm. we just left it on a couple of the TVs and, mm-hmm. you know, cursory glances at every once in a while. And it's like, oh, he just fucking hit the shit out of that. Yeah, <laughs> and, like, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> and but... Chris Rock did a stellar job <laughs> yeah. from that yes. point. Because like, I have seen comics get punched. And um, he stood his ground. He did not run. He tried to diffuse it by saying it's a G.I. Jane joke. By the way, thoughts and prayers to the writer who came up with that one. Um, uh, yeah, <laughs> see what yeah. happens when I, you don't I, have I, Bruce I, I, love, I love basing my jokes on, on movies that bombed 25 years ago. For sure. Ago. For yeah, sure. I'm uh, looking right at you, Sklar brother. Anyway, <laughs> um and, and for for him to just go okay and then go I just made television history or whatever the fuck he said which was true, um oh. and and then continue on like he he stood his ground he took the hit literally, um and weirdly I, all of his ticket sales for his forthcoming tour have really increased. <laughs> Can I just say the genius on Twitter who posted a picture of Dwayne Johnson and said. Chris Rock's cousin, the yeah. looks on in shock. <laughs> genius, absolute that, genius. That face I, the Rock has is the best acting he has ever done in his life. That's the I, most I, emotive. I don't think that Will Smith, and I'm just putting this out there, would have slapped him. No, no, no. no I, I don't. I really no. don't. No. Um, I don't believe he he would have. I, I, yeah. I did. I I enjoyed though because you, know, you know there were a lot of way too many fucking hot takes to even begin. Oh, climb down that fucking rabbit hole. But everybody was like, why? Why would you call it a G.I. Jane joke instead of, you know, like a joke about this woman with a, a autoimmune disorder? Right. I, I, David Spade, I think, was somebody tweeted him this. He's like, his comedians don't have the, the fucking medical chart for every person in the audience. Exactly. <laughs> I think everyone learned a lot that night, including Chris Rock. <laughs> <laughs> I think Chris Rock learned. Uh, this is one of the moments where he walks off stage feeling the sting on his face and someone says to him, you know what she's got? And he goes, oh, fuck. Like, it's, <laughs> oh, well, yeah. Yeah, I, I slightly less somebody there in that he did a documentary. Uh, he was a, the voiceover guy for a documentary about um, black hairstyles and mm-hmm. you know what it represents. And she was in it talking about her alopecia. So uh, I'm not sure yeah. he can claim right. that he didn't know that. Uh, it didn't look, it wasn't particularly, you don't take the piss at somebody's disability. I don't think that's particularly fair. But equally, if they do, there are ways to handle it, such as saying to him afterwards, didn't think that was funny, dude. And he's like, sorry, you know, writer right. wrote it. You're right, you shouldn't have done that. And that's the end of it. Going up and absolutely, you know, twatting him one probably wasn't the best, especially given that yeah. your relationship is a bit outre. Um, um, it's not, um, you know, you... Right do things <laughs> you would slap yeah. you you, yeah. you would have slapped the guy just from, you know looking at you the wrong side up so i mean that but um it did like it made something that was incredibly boring to me because i just you know and 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 actors shouldn't be allowed to speak because mm-hmm. the amount of bollocks that they talk oh um, no, they're all fucking idiots oh, oh, instead off a QV uh, yeah well, it, tell me it wouldn't have warmed your hearts and we would have gone to number one on the uk football charts instead of lying where are we top 40 top 100 uh, We're in 37th, there I think. imagine <laughs> if when will smith sat down and um 
Chris Rock goes, it was a G.I. Jane joke. He replied, who's the Fanny New? It was a hugely who's the Fanny New incident. Um, what, what I also like about it is, is it's nice to know that no matter how rich and famous you get, you can still wake up the next morning after a party. You've had a good few drinks. You wake up and you go, that was a good night. Did I do anything daft? Oh, fuck. Um, <laughs> Why am I trending? Yeah, it's like, oh no, uh, what am I going to do here? So, I mean, he, he, he definitely did. But yeah, I mean, the amount of... The, the problem that Will Smith's got is that he's made himself a meme forever. That's what you are now. Someone... Oh, let me let me find this... Uh, th- a buddy of mine sent this to me, and it is absolutely... Um, it, it just encapsulates the the entire thing. Let me just find this. It is... Um, I would 100... Here it is, and this is a tweet from uh, Jack Cole... Uh, at that Jake PC, just so I'm, I'm crediting this. Is a, I would 100% watch either an authorized biopic or a Roman Aklef about Will Smith aggressively micromanaging his career and image for 30 years for both box office success and gunning for an Oscar and then finally cracking from the internal stress 20 minutes before it paid off. I know. Dude did algorithmic market research pre-algorithm. <laughs> To make yeah. himself the biggest box office star of his time, lined up a string of Oscar bait picks uh, to make the jump, and then all the calculation went haywire for like 15 years until he finally got it sorted, then snaps in the final exciting hour. I'm sorry, also, I, I do remember though, he slapped a, a reporter before on the red carpet. Oh, but that's so, just a reporter. Yeah, you know, you know, yeah. but I mean, you know, you know I'd, but there like were cameras rolling that. I mean, it's not the first time, and whatever. Right. Shit. Look. I I I work at a fucking bar, right? You said something about a guy's woman. Sometimes mm-hmm. you get fucking hit for doing that. Like, yeah, that's true. That's right. just that this and, has happened as long as fucking people have been around. And right? just just so we're uh, just so we can put a, a complete uh, there's the cherry on the top. Uh, someone right below this post put a clip of Will Smith on the Arsenio Hall show. Kids, ask your parents. Um, <laughs> Where he says to one of the guys in um, Arsenio Hall's band, you got to wax his head every morning. Um, uh, and that's the joke he did to this bald guy who has alopecia. Oh. So, See, not to say people can't grow. I'm just saying. The more a, you no, learn. This is the problem. Yeah, you, you, you live in a world where you can't, you know, if you're going to do it, you can't. I think then going up a pro- it just was a massive overreaction. Under, I mean, yes. even if somebody cracks an unfunny joke about you or your wife, the best thing to do is to think that guy's a dick. I'm not going to associate with him. Yeah. Uh, but it was funny, and I mean, oh, in the yeah. end, up surely that's <laughs> yeah, surely that's the main. The main. I mean, I don't think we would have been talking about the Oscars on this show, for example. That, uh, nope. If, don't know. Nope, so, I know he won Best Actor, and uh, the. Other guy from Wild Wild West won something, mm-hmm. which which is hilarious that those two men, the, the the guy in the fucking spider wheelchair and Will Smith, who couldn't act to save his life back then, both won Oscars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kenneth Branagh. Yes. Uh, Kenneth Branagh's a Rangers fan, though, so you should be proud of him. Oh, good man. Yes. All right, well, he's, here, we, we can celebrate for him. Then. Yeah, he's from, he's from Belfast and he's staunch. So, yeah. uh, no, I, I think Kenneth Branagh deserved it as a 
told you before in this show, he, he directed Dracula, which is the most ridiculously over-the-top thing, and they cast Robert De Niro, uh, <laughs> not Dracula, Frankenstein, and they cast Robert De Niro as the monster, uh, right. which led to one of my favourite things. There was a story that came up um, a couple of weeks ago in my Facebook memories, and I, I meant to, to bring it to the show, but um, the son... Well, you, you might have, we probably just didn't hear it. So Ah, that's a good point, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, the son... <laughs> The Sun newspaper, um, and yes, that I have put inverted commas around that word. Uh, they had a story, one of their, you know, just content harvest shites. But basically, there was a, a kind of new study into classic Gothic literature, right? And obviously, you're going to do in that uh, in an academic study of classic Gothic literature, you're going to start off with Bram Stoker and Mary Shelley, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Seems fair. We're all on board. Yep. 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 Totally agree. And uh, the Sun's headline was "Woke Students Make Amazing Claim That New uh, That That Frankenstein's Monster Is Actually Misunderstood and Is a Sympathetic Figure." No. Like, well, <laughs> well, yes, that's the whole fucking point of wow. the book. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like see, the, see, the, no, but but but, but the, the, this is the classic like right wing trope of never having understood literature and therefore not understanding people's reactions to it. <laughs> I mean, just, but you cannot, you you know, how can you say that? How, like, like the whole fucking point of the book. Because again, they they they, they think the point of Dickens is get rich so you can. Show shit on poor people right i mean they, they don't know they don't actually understand the purpose of the story well i mean in this one I, I, and, and of course the comment section just immediately lit up with it you haven't read this have you um and it, and yeah. it, it became quite clear that that they hadn't but well yeah apart- there's that venn diagram of that of people who've never read 1984 but continually quote or quote it yeah so, yeah that's another yeah. one they've the- not read which, which it's book. 93 fucking pages. It takes you yeah. an hour and a half. Just read yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> my my favorite um, Frankenstein quote um, of all time is the, um, uh, well, actually, it is the scientist who is Frankenstein. It oh. is I bringing up this very trivial point of pedantry <laughs> that is the monster. <laughs> it's, it's a very good point, though, that people will say, um, oh, a, a Frankenstein, you're like, he's the doctor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My favorite He's thing is when tough. people make fun of uh, the thing and and who is um great improviser uh, Andy Daly uh had this show where he was uh where he's talking with um uh, he he portrays these characters and one of them's like a monster wrangler. He goes, "Oh yeah, we got like five Draculas and three Frankenstein's." Like I just love it when they call multiple zombies Frankenstein's. I don't know what it is. <laughs> it just makes me giggle because there's only one Frankenstein's monster, and it's not. It's in. It's, it's, it's oh yeah, we got a Frankenstein. We got eight Frankenstein's over there. It's just, it just brings me so much joy just knowing <laughs> that there's some pedant out there just biting through his lip and madly scribbling a letter to an editor. <laughs> I. I, I, I Sorry, go, go on. Go. No, I, I, I just wanted to also bring to your attention in terms of little monsters. Our podder Stephen Harrigan, which listeners to Heart and Hand will know, Stevie's a, uh, he's a genius, right? I mean, he's, he's, he's the king of getting interviews. He could find Doctor Frankenstein. <laughs> uh, and get an with him, right? I'll be, and he never tells you about it. He just, you know, you'll be sitting there, and an email will drop in, and it's Stephen Harrigan interviews Naim about his winning goal in the nineteen ninety four European. Cup winners cup final how the f- yeah hey eh? and he's interviewed like nfl coaches 
Genuine, yeah. but honestly, NFL coaches, how the hell he pulls us off? I don't know. Well, so, you, uh, look, look, for any aspiring journalists out there, let me give you a tip. Just send mm-hmm. an email. Well, send an email to a PR staff. There he has go. balls, and he just goes, <laughs> and I think it's just you know easier to get rid of him to do it, and they end up. But um, he's done. People will know in Heartland. He's done some amazing interviews for yeah. us um, over the. But so uh, yesterday he's like, "Hi lads, I'm in Qatar." Sorry, what? <laughs> so he's, he 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 sends his photographs of him in a football stadium in Qatar with it must be said Lothar Mateus, mm-hmm. Yaya Touré. Um, uh, Marcel Desai, uh, uh, various other superstar players. I'm like, how? Why? <laughs> oh, he says, I'm a delegate. A delegate for Roy. He went, oh, the World Cup draw. Mm-hmm. How the fuck did you manage that? And he went, oh, I asked. And I said, <laughs> <laughs> straight, well, yeah, I mean, that, that's very... I said, I, I said Stevie, don't, are you the Scottish delegate? He went, yes. And I said, don't the SFA have someone? Apparently not. (laughs) (laughs) Does that surprise you, though? uh, Well, no, yeah, fair point. So are we, we, Stevie, a joiner from Paisley, is currently wondering about (laughs) playing fives with these absolute legends of our game, inspecting the stadiums, and he's going to go to the World Cup draw. See, you could have hopped a flight and been Canada's representative over there. <sighs> you might still be able to. Yeah, I Just, know. <laughs> to, right, who wants to t- Todd, you brought it to my attention, so I'm not going to nick it. Tell them the story about the Canadian CSC <laughs> and Canada's World Cup qualifier. <laughs> was that the Ottawa one? Was that no? Yep. Oh, yeah. yes. So uh, it was it was the Ottawa CSC uh who uh, posted a tweet and so, someone brought this to my attention thinking this was my wrongdoing. Uh, it, <laughs> it was wish. not. And I well wish I could. <laughs> and they said, we would like, these are the words to effect. Uh, we would like to wish Canada the best of luck in their uh, world cup qualifying tie uh, against uh, Jamaica. We'd like to, but we can't cause we've been blocked and every other Celtic supporters club has been blocked by the Sevco supporting <laughs> web, uh, Twitter manager for the Canadian soccer association. Well, well I... and then the self-fulfilling prophecy aspects of it, every other fucking Tim uh, club up there started chiming in and, and of course could not avoid the, the, the Huns. Could, right. could 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 not could not get yeah. out of their own way, which again I think is the reason why the Ottawa CSC was blocked in the first place. If I yeah, remember correctly, they they yeah. called Arfield Captain Hun. Captain so, Hun. So yeah. they got back. Yeah. I would like <laughs> to extend an offer as the MC of NARSA 2022 yes. to the bloke who runs the Canada uh, <laughs> account. If you're listening, and there's probably it's a very a good chance. Bar. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you'd like to come down, we all want to buy you a beer because that yeah. is how yeah. you, that is how you deal with them. And it was mighty well done though. A World Cup, Canada. Yeah, first one since '86. First since '86. Everyone's top like, of, yes, we're finally there. We're gonna do it. '86. They scored zero. So yeah. let's well. let's not. Um, 
what is what is the line? Let what is the line for Mr. Fox? Let's not start sucking each other's dicks quite yet. Just quite yet. But you are you're there. I mean, that's that's the thing that matters. Canada are going to go. I remember Canada at World Cup in '86, and because it was the first one, I really remember. Right, I have vague memories of '82, but '86 was the one I was eight and watching every game and just you know loving it. Got my first wall chart. You know. you have to get for a World Cup. Um, so I just assumed that Canada would always be there because they were there at this one. <laughs> right. Equally, I also assumed that Scotland and Northern Ireland always got there because <laughs> they were there. So um, um, imagine how heartbreaking it was. Where's Honduras? How come they're yeah. not? You know. I, I, well, they've made it since and you haven't, so I wouldn't. It's true. Well, it's I, true. You know, I mean, the plus side for all the, you know, Scotland, Northern Ireland, all the teams that routinely miss out. Uh, the the I'm assuming by now the 2030 World Cup's gonna be about 64 teams mm-hmm. after Italy bombed out. Like that's right, right, right. That's they're not gonna let this shit go on again, ever again. No. So yeah, no, but I don't know. But we we still got was it? We, we can't we can't lose to Costa Rica by six goals. Okay. And that's that's our route to qualification. Okay. So I think I think losing to Costa Rica is easy. Let me just tell you that. Now by six goals, that's a stretch. Well, I mean we have lost to them down there before. So mm-hmm. it's, Costa Rica, it's not, Costa Rica yeah. have some decent players. Do they? Yes, not? they do. Yeah. Yes, they do. And, and, and if you know something goes wrong, their fans will just fucking murder you. So <laughs> I, mean. I will. Okay, I'm no, I'm I'm gonna defend the Costa Ricans. We have vacationed down there quite a few times, and and <laughs> and, uh, and go into the, uh, the the town and and meet all the the folks, and they've been great. Uh, absolutely, yeah, but you, you're Costa Canadian. Rican. People like yes, you. Yes, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that man. a TFC hat? Why, yes, it is. Come on in here, buddy. <laughs> no, I. No, I uh... I mean, the, the Mexico game, I, I don't know. Berhalter really pissed me off with that one because we really could have gone for the throat there because mm-hmm. Mexico was offering nothing. And also, wearing their chain shirts at home to protest the fact that uh, FIFA basically made it a closed-door match at the Azteca. Um, mm-hmm. Stop being bigots, and then maybe, you know, your fans could get into the ground, but that's, you yes. know, that's neither here nor there. And any team that chooses to wear their chain shirt at home deserves to eat whatever result they get i don't care that's there fucking a, ridiculous they're, they're all doing it in spain it's something to do with the war i think um uh, well no the the, the, this this again was to say that we're effectively having to play in a way tie because you've closed you know okay <laughs> i mean it's the azteca right it's mm. i mean that's 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 one of the best home cauldrons in all the world oh yes yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so oh, i mean okay. god damn, there's barbed wire fencing in sections of that yep. fucking state <laughs> Uh, we might need fencing, he said, beautifully sagging, yeah, hey. <laughs> and to, and to, because what had been a, a trickle of children running onto the park to get a shot at the Legends right. game was literally hundreds, right? Yeah. Um, now, the thing is, every Rangers fan I've spoken to, and that's a lot, all hate this, right? Yeah. They all hate it. I've not met anybody who went, ah, oh, it's a great idea, let the kids run on. But right. some of the one run on at the start, and he got to Alan Hutton. Now he doesn't know who Alan Hutton is, by the way, right? So his right. dad—it's a thing to do. It's not a desperation for a shot. Or 
their parents are telling them to go and do it. So Alan Hutton gave him the shirt, and people were saying, ah, that, that was, he was wrong, Alan Hutton. I was like, he's trying not to be a dick, right? Yeah. He's, he's just, he's trying to be a nice well, guy. Well, yeah, I mean, you're putting the players in an impossible situation. In a terrible yeah. position, right? Yep. He has to face Jimmy Bell when he was. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> so then later on, we're doing, you know, I'm very fortunate, you know, we're in the, the press room. My right. pal, Luis Figo, me and Luis, we are, yeah. you know what I mean? We had a quick old, chat. Old, old mates. <laughs> Wait, well, we had a quick chat and a hug. So he gave me a hug. Come on. So, I mean, yeah, Come I mean, a, a hug from Louis Figo. Um, but Michael Moles was there and he chatted away. And it didn't occur to me to say, Michael, see that top that you currently have on? Can I have it? <laughs> right. Because I was wearing a nice shirt, right? I was wearing a nice, a, a nice shirt. And if somebody had said to me, Dave, I really like that shirt. Can I have it? Mm-hmm. I would have them arrested. Right. Yeah. By the way, you should you should have done because you you could have just said you know uh, I I I talk with Todd every week your cousin and well, that was <laughs> Michael Van Moles. Uh, yeah. I, but yeah, just it, it, it's I don't even mind kids because it's now a thing for kids, right? So I don't mind them wanting to do it because they all you know it looks fun mm-hmm. and they all want to do it. I get that, right. right? I do think as a parent you do have to go yes, but. You can't do that. You're not allowed to do that. And yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that, that, that's that's my big thing. They're like, uh... this is this is how you solve it, and it's very 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 simple. With a cattle prod, no horses and batons. That's, that's all you do. To everything. Horses and batons. <laughs> I think that uh, so I was a bit of a hypocrite because 1987 Rangers St Mirren last game of the season we were presented mm. with the league trophy everyone started running on I was in the enclosure despite my dad having a very firm grip of me because he could sense what I wanted to do uh-huh. I broke away and I ran on the pitch and I must admit when I got there I didn't know what to do that's <laughs> like, always the thing <laughs> it's, like a, it's a dog chasing uh, well, a car yeah that's it yeah, yeah I, I'm nine right what am I going to do so I kind of danced a bit for a bit and then as I was coming back off I noticed that people were ripping up the pitch um, mm-hmm. to take some there. Uh, so I grabbed a bit of pitch uh, so I get back to my dad and he's fuming now my dad sure. never ever would, would hit me right he just he would not do it so we get into the car and he is raging right and I can yeah. see his eyebrows have knit Right, <laughs> that right at the right at the, the bottom like of his a bit nose. Of crochet. Yeah, his eyebrows <laughs> have come together right at the bridge of his nose, and I'm like, oh shit! And I was like, dad, and he's like, don't talk to me. And you know, if you love and idolize your dad, no. that's the worst thing. Yeah. He's like, I'm yes. so I'm so yes. disappointed. So we get home. Then my mum, um, she was disappointed and also murderous. Um, and she fucking leathered me right from one, <laughs> one side of the room to the other, and then I was grounded for a month, which they fucking enforced <laughs> the whole month. And remember, it's May, we're just coming up to the school summer holidays, and the sun's out, and I can't go out, and they fucking enforced it. And what I will say to people would say, Oh, it's good these days, you know, we don't hit our kids and we, we talk to them, we don't ground them. Um, I've never done it since in 35 years. Sure. There you go. Please tell me while she did it she kept saying you keep the ranger's name out of your fucking mouth <laughs> she may well have because it was it was not so much uh uh it was a string of words that i don't think we can repeat even now together rapidly on a show. i mean to say she was angry but, and you realize later it's fear they were 
fearful that you know something could yeah. happen. You could have, oh, you know, it's it's you know, funny was, uh, going hey. going back to like dogs chasing things. So we've we've got a bit of dog aggro in Ernie because he'll like see a dog that he doesn't like, which is a fifty fifty coin toss these yeah. days. Like if he yeah. he knows his friends, it's fine. But there are other dogs. There's there's a few in the neighborhood that he considers assholes, and he and he starts to growl. <laughs> and so there there'll be dogs like they'll be in their yard on their leash and he'll be we'll be walking by on his leash and he'll start growling at him and i get him to heal and i go across and his hair is up and he's angry and growly and i just turn to him i go the fuck would you do like yeah, honestly I, I was, what's your yeah. big fucking let's move big man yeah, yeah. What, what, what's the end game here you're yeah. not doing shit. what do you get and then you can see he's almost processing it and he just kind of looks at i know and then just like like i'm sorry <laughs> i dog Dog yeah. things happen to dog, you know. Ah, <laughs> uh, this episode of the Crowpod is brought to you by our friends at Rascals Creative, Best Smoke uh, Entertainment, and all that mm-hmm. kind of crap. If you're planning a corporate event or whatever you got coming up, check them out. Rascals-Creative.co.uk. Of course, our friends Copeland Street, we're in the famous. And who else, Todd? Well, it's RH Mortgages and Protection, getting you the best mortgage and protecting you and your family. Phone 07934-876-462. That is 07934-876-462. RH Mortgages and Protection. There you go. Go to the copelandroad.org, scroll down, hit the support button, or just scroll down in the show notes wherever the fuck you're listening right now. And for 10 bucks a month, we'll talk about your business. See, See how easy Dave, that is? I'm telling you, right. that's the voice I bring to ball mowers. Let me do it. So did you? This popped up like right before we got on here. Did you see this thing with a Stainstown, the the non-league side? No. What this? They have suspended all operations, mm. uh, well, including but not limited to competitive fixtures, until a thorough investigation to the practices of its landlord Downing LLP has been concluded. Now, amongst hmm. the the various misgivings of this company, they they've ascertained. Um, well, one, the, this company may be in breach of or what third party breaches of Section 54, the Modern Slavery Act of 2015. Not a what? good start. Wow. Uh, may have laundered over 36 million U.S. dollars in bribes to officials within FIFA. What? And then, uh, yeah, and then uh, they, they, they list out a great number of uh, elsewhere. We have also been provided with vast amounts of evidence that, again, this is the, the landlord of their ground. Okay. Maybe involved through its other holdings in Newcastle. You just keep keep this one in mind here. In the financing of environmental crimes, price fixing, deforestation, forced evictions, human rights abuses, child labor, slavery, gender discrimination, Fucking and hell. murder. Jesus. Is it sports? Not, not the list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's basically the same fucking company. God damn. <laughs> That that's a list, quite yeah. frankly. That's uh, yeah. So, yeah. So basically, Stains has self-reported and shut down operations of um, the entire club, meaning really that they likely won't finish their season. Uh, but you know, I mean, they're not in league, so they're fairly close to the end of the season. I think they still have like five rounds left of fixtures uh-huh. that they're not going to uh, that they're not going to play. Could we could we support the club directly by like buying shirts or stuff or? Yeah, I was I, I was gonna look into that and if I don't know if somebody who with our luck it's green and white football can reach yeah. out. Do you? Well, I, I, I'm pretty sure they, they they're in red, aren't they? That's do it. you honestly want to be walking about with a shirt that says stains on it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, 
Honestly, I, I do have... anyway, David, but it's not real. Yeah, yeah <laughs> but the, that's the thing. I mean, I hear the word stain and immediately think <laughs> semen. Now, that might yeah. be because I've, I've watched the Bill Clinton PBS documentary too many right. times. Mm-hmm, right? Yes. But you hear the, I hear the word stain and I immediately think Monica Lewinsky. Well, here's the thing, too. You are so into U.S. politics. I can, I can see this being a bit of a joy watch for you. So you're creating your own stains watching the stains. I have never spunked on an intern's dress. I would okay. just like to. Didn't to say put, it did. Then again, he said that, didn't he? He said that. He did not really? sex with that woman. Okay. Listen, Shane, listen to what happens when I say this. Watergate. <laughs> well, I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> many people Speaking feel of it up. started. Many people feel it started with the burglary in 1972, but that would be wrong way. So to make a short story long, uh, we'll have to go all the way back to 1969 and. And the dragon lady. I, I, I'll tell you what, man. You know, eight, 18 and a half minutes of missing tape is pretty bad. But uh, Trump's missing seven hours and 37 minutes <laughs> out of the, the day on January 6th oh. uh, on, on the presidential logs handed, handed over to the congressional committee. I mean, when, when, when you're missing a whole work day, you know, mm-hmm. kind, kind of an issue. Kind of Check an your issue. recycle bin. Sometimes it's in my recycle bin. <laughs> yeah. I hate when that happens. <laughs> God, no. I was I was just looking at the, the stains the Stainstown thing. Apparently, they they've been fighting with these landlords since 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, so this this may have been more a um, I don't know, may, making the best out of a horrible situation in this case and trying to force the hand of the government into uh, letting them take over their their ground again. So right, yeah. I don't know. Good luck to them. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, like I'm looking here. Their their home kit looks like a, a Kilmarnock change kit, so I won't be having that. But okay. uh, yeah, no. No, I just uh, as I say, I don't. <laughs> I don't need to. I mean, it, see, we're we're doing the the show on Ali and his time as manager, and of course, right. it, it, mm-hmm. it incorporates all of the shit that was going on at that time, right? Oh yeah. So I, I think that's you know perhaps understandable. Yeah, hey, I've I've got like four thousand hours of curl pod tape. If you need to go back and you know, yeah, right, 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 right. I really that. don't want to spend any longer, <laughs> in that, you know, than I absolutely an hour a week is more than enough. But uh, I it, one of the things that it reminded me of was the fact that Duff and Duffer. They actually did the job badly, as we know, and they did it, you know, well, well sure illegally. Well, and, I would say that. And the prosecutor not fucked it up, but yeah. Right, but, but, anyway, yeah. but the, um, the, the, in a way, although it doesn't feel like it, it kind of did a favour because the first thing an administrator should have done, and, and this is true, a proper administrator would have, would be sell Ibrox and sell the Rangers Training Centre. Yeah. You know, that's the first thing you sell the biggest assets and and it, I just, uh, it's my core thing about any football club. As soon as you don't own your ground, you are fucked. You yeah. are absolutely at the mercy of, because the type of people who want to own your ground are rarely nice people. Yes. No. no. Yeah. 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 Very well, few well, people well, get to well, say yeah, this. In case in point, they, they, they might be involved in child slavery, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> providing arms to Russian mm-hmm. oligarchs, that kind of thing, yeah. you know. So, yeah. <laughs> very, very few people on a personal or business level have ever said this. Oh, I'm gonna go and down have uh, go have uh, some drinks with my landlord. He's a real nice guy. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's it's not something people go into you know football club uh, football ground ownership because they think I'd like to be very altruistic. 
Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. they tend to be bastards. And so, you know, speaking, speaking of here, now, let's say, let's put this in the framework of, let's, let's say Russia, right? Let's say Roman Abramovich. Let's say the government, mm-hmm. right? Abramovich goes, goes and says, I, I want to build a new football stadium for whatever club I'm about to buy in Russia, right? He says it's going to cost me 1.4 billion. Well, I don't know what the rubles. That'd be like 70 billion jillion rubles, right? Sure. Let's let's call it one point. It's in scientific notation. Yeah. It's that well, big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's call it 1.4 billion dollars. Yep. And then the government hands him 850 million mm-hmm. of that 1.4 billion. Now, right. us in the West, we would call that a great example of the Russian oligarch system at work, right? And how tied up and the cronyism <laughs> and how the money moves through the Russian system. Right. Yeah. In America, that's just paying for the Buffalo Bills new stadium. Yes. Because yeah. and, that's and, what's happening. <laughs> and add to that, there was an article that came out either just before or just after that they're uh, proposing eight hundred million dollars in cuts to the healthcare system in New York. Oh, State. crazy. So but, but 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 does it have a snow machine? Because then <laughs> Buffalo could look the way it's supposed to look <laughs> yes. all year round. See if I hear there's a roof involved here, we're gonna have to have words. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, I yeah, look yeah. at none of the planning on the stadium whatsoever, but I, I can get well. And you know what? The, the thing of it is, too, there's going to be a shit ton more than because, um, all right, one, typically this comes in the form of like direct funding or tax cuts. So 600 million from the state of New York and then 250 million from Erie County alone, mm-hmm. which I reckon is a pretty, pretty massive part of their budget. Now, now it's, it's t- <laughs> like touting all this shit. Uh, of course, they come up with these bullshit revenue generation numbers and everything. Right. Like, uh, they, they they make like thirty million dollars annually for you know businesses and the no, they fucking don't. The other thing that always gets buried in all this shit, and it, I, I know we have some friends in Buffalo, and go bitch at your council members and don't let them do this, <laughs> is that you will end up paying for all the infrastructure upgrades yep. on top of the two hundred fifty million dollars that you're just going to hand them in the lump sum. Mm-hmm. So the, the total amount to the local government is probably going to end up being half a billion dollars. And again, if we frame this in discussion about like Qatar or Russia or any of these other countries that that we got to put under a microscope when it comes to this stuff, we would show this as a horrible, horrible, you know, misuse of public funds for the benefit of a very small rich. You know, don't I, I got it? Fucking people. Do not use tax dollars to buy the play things that billionaires want. Yes. Don't do it. Because if they really, really, really want it, like they God, it. Yeah, they'll, they'll do it themselves. It. You, you know what the Ricketts did? Yeah, God, God help Chelsea fans if they get a hold of that club. But you know what they did? They bought up Wrigley Field, all the land around Wrigley Field, every fucking building attached to Wrigley Field, even stuff like blocks away because they wanted it. Mm-hmm. And if you don't give them money – They'll just do it them fucking selves. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it does yeah. seem a bit a bit strange to me that, yeah, it's like, well, we better give this billionaire this, otherwise he might not buy it. Well, no, he will. He's got billions. That's part of being a billionaire. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm against this sort of thing right now because of where I am currently in life. But as soon as I become rich, then I'm all for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I, hey, look, look, if the SMP want to do a complete 180 and just hand us like 50 million pounds to upgrade IROX, by all means, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I can't, uh, I can't uh, think that that will happen. But, 
you know, speaking I, I, of, I, I don't know. Look, man, Nicholas Surgeon's sitting there in church today without a mask on. You know, what? so obviously she's open to new ideas. She what? doesn't have to wear a mask in England because. Oh, yes. But uh, what I <laughs> what I think has been quite good this week is this SMP ferry thing. Now, basically, for those of you who don't know the story, and I don't blame you um, mm-hmm. for ignoring it in Scotland, because I think it's become a thing in Scotland that unless you are one of the you know the, the real devotees of it, uh, that if you hear SMP, you tend to go. Right, and just sleep. <laughs> right. But they they pushed through, I think, to have two new ferries built. Um okay. even though the even though the plan was very rickety, but they wanted to announce it at their party conference. Right. Yes. Shit like this goes on. Yeah, all yeah. parties do it. It's not specifically an SMP dig, no. the way that they always yeah. take it. Ah, you wouldn't say that, but yes I would. We just did. Right. Yep. So um <laughs> I would say it He didn't. No. He didn't. I was hoping. I was hoping this would be like another Bodie McBoat face thing. You piece of shit. Oh, right back. I mean, he was just really getting in the song. Dude. Oh, fuck's sake. Jesus. You, you know, he's he's like he's however far into this rant now. Yeah, he's, he's ripping along. And, and this is my favorite thing. He doesn't know he stopped. No, no. no. he is Absolutely he is the not. guy on the bus. Go. Oh, he must be talking on his phone. There's no phone. What? <laughs> What? I, so, I, well, uh, well, happy 100th episode, I mean, yeah, everyone. We'll, 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 we'll wait for, yeah, happy 100. Well, here, the hell shall we is. go back to sponsorship corner? <laughs> you, you know, I, I did like, because there was one of these SMP dipshits that uh, <laughs> me and David were talking about. He's, mm. uh, you know, like they're going to gain invaluable experience from learning how to build this shit. It's like well, learning how to do something massively over budget and never complete it. Yeah, that, that's, fucking that's... Skype. <laughs> <laughs> Who owns Skype, right? That's where we should be putting tax dollars. You useless fucking. I'm pretty sure it's Microsoft. Microsoft. Yeah, I, I How can it be money. so fucking bad? It's that guy, the one who danced like a nonce. What's his name? Balmer. I blame him for this, right? Mm-hmm. How fucking difficult is it? We've had phones since the middle of the bastard 19th century. This is just an extension of that. Fucking fix it. Useless bastards. Sorry. So you, you were just diving in. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, basically, yeah, they, they've had no idea how this was going to end, but it seemed years away, so they put it through and they're yeah, and I'm bad for that, you know, Mister. Ah, fuck it, that's future David's problem, right? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but what happens to future David is what's happening to future SMP, which is people then go, wait a minute, this is fucked, and you go, ah. So they tried to blame Derek Mackay, uh, their former minister who had to leave due to, uh, shall we say, inappropriate comments, text messages to an underage boy. Right. I, I don't think we need to qualify that with shall we say. We we could just say this no, is I, why. Yes. <laughs> it's it's, it's not alleged. No, just just, just for general noncery. There we go. Yeah. yeah you, you and I would expect to be up in court for it, but no, um, partly all good. But uh, yeah, so they tried to blame him, which is sensible. Man overboard, right? He, yep. He's gone anyway. That's that's if you're a PR Fucking hell. A politician, that's what you advise. But what right. you check first is when you say it was him that approved it, Check to see, as the papers did, where he was at the time. And as he right. was on holiday and not in the country, 
at the time he <laughs> signed, it's very difficult to pin it on him. But of course, you know what it's like in Scotland. If you criticise the SNP, even for terribly obvious fuck-ups like this, uh, then you hate Scotland and people take it very, yeah. very personally. Um, well, well it's is, it no, is Jim McCall's shipyard, right? Yeah. And even he has come out and said, yeah, no, they push us through to get ahead of party conference. <laughs> like, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, even, even, Which even he said it. <laughs> yeah, yes. I mean, it, ha- it happens all the time. There's, I mean, yes, ministers. Well, well it, it just, just like also, what, what was it? They said last week, or there was a story last week that Sturgeon had, uh, well, they spent 1.5 billion pounds painting like fake windows onto the shelves of one of these things so she could stand in front of it for a photo op. Right. You know? I mean, it's, it, yeah. Uh, Whatever. No, yeah, no, you guys no, have no. a horrible. <laughs> you know what though? See, it was like that dickhead that was being a prick on Twitter the other day that I was talking to you about. Which one? Every, every government is fucking corrupt. That you mm-hmm. don't have to sit. You, you don't have to point out the corruption in every other fucking body of government in the world to have a discussion about one. It doesn't matter right. what the fuck Westminster's doing if we're talking about Hollywood. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. We know. We know they're all bad too. They're mm-hmm. all fucking horrible bastards. Right. Here's but the clinching we're argument. We're talking about that. this specific group of horrible bastards at mm-hmm. this moment. Here right. is the clinching argument. Whenever anybody does that with me, I've I've had a few people say, "Well, you know, what about?" And, oh uh, yeah, no, the, the, yeah, the, yeah. the straw man all, just comes flying. Yeah, the straw man. Mm-hmm. Um, so all you need to say is, go to a court of law after committing a crime, <laughs> and say to the judge, "Judge, I did do this." However, can I just point out that other people also have done this? Yeah, yeah, the judge yeah. will not say to you, oh, well, fair enough, yeah. we'll let you off with it. The judge <laughs> will say, yes, and you're going to jail to be with them. Mm-hmm. So that this is, this is my fair. favorite argument is, is like when people say that, oh, you know, well, every government is corrupt. It's like, yes. OK, so a lot of teams play football like Atletico Ottawa plays football. Yeah. So does Bayern Munich. One <laughs> is very much better at it than the other. Yeah. Okay, so we have just, we have the four government, which is like the Bayern Munich of fucking corruption. Here's the thing about governments, right? As I get older, I've become I've come to realize this, and this is where I sort of am now. The problem that any government has is that a lot of the time people just want to know who are the goodies and who are the baddies, right? right. And they want us to be up with the goodies. However, if you run a country, quite often you have to do deals for the good mm-hmm. of the nation with people who might be perceived to be the baddies. Right? Yeah. That mm-hmm. that does happen. Now, what you need to do is try to do it competently mm-hmm. so that it doesn't ever raise up. So, for instance, you know, if you're doing deals that are supposed to cost 100 million and they cost 500 million, mm-hmm. then you'll get noticed. I'm not asking you to be morally pure because you can't be. I'm asking you to be fucking competent. Yeah. That's all I'm after, right? Just we know you're going to have to do some stuff. Don't fire it right, right under our noses. Mm-hmm. That's all we ask, okay? When you come to the front of the butcher shop, put on a clean apron. Yes. <laughs> That's all we're asking. <laughs> That's it. Basically, we accept that there's some shit that goes down that's probably best we don't know about. Right. And it's supposed to stay in the background, right? Mm-hmm. Well, that, so- that's fine. I, I, I love for, for for all the well the, the people who still listen to this somehow <laughs> that 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 thought Donald Trump was a good president and that Joe Biden is like fucking I I don't 
Uh, how, how far left could he get? Well, I, I know, know but like I think, le, le, fucking I, Leon Trotsky or something. Um, I thought, I thought um, you would, me. I, I both thought of you. you would, whoa, whoa, whoa! I had nine days of tyranny. So don't come with <laughs> well, your hey, rosy hey, glass. Oh, Trump is okay. You know the, the the far American left, soft on war, soft on law, soft on everything else. But Biden's budget asked for a ten percent increase in the military budget, mm-hmm. which, as we all know, was already fucking massive. Yep. Uh, an 11 percent increase in overall federal policing budget and specifically a 13 percent increase for ice fund, like for ice, which is just like a fucking Gestapo for goddamn yeah, yeah, yeah. people trying to cross mm-hmm. the border. They yeah. literally disappear people They they shoot 13 year old Mexicans across the border for fun and get away with it. And they want to increase Biden is trying to increase their budget by 13 percent. So, yeah, tell me again how this boy is going to defund the police and uh, anti. No, they're all fucking idiots. This is, the, this is the but, thing when people uh, have got on to us in the past. They say, no, you're, you're very anti-Trump. They make the assumption that uh, you must be very pro-Biden. No, he's a fucking idiot. And no, he's no. In the, They're all idiots. He's, he's <laughs> in the pockets of Wall Street. Always has been, always mm-hmm. will be. Yeah. He doesn't know it these days, admittedly. He seems to mm-hmm. be, you know, so long as he gets a nap for a good 12 of any... This is why you hours. don't elect eighty-year-old people. Why do you keep country. doing it? You always fucking do that. See, in our country. Well, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. We we elected <laughs> a very young, sprightly black man, and everyone lost their fucking minds. Yeah. So yeah. that's yeah, how we ended you, up in this position. You are murder for doing this, right? See, and I, I must say, right, Britain's not the most. You know, I'm not going to point to our politicians and say they're all wonderful because they're clearly not. But at least if you are in your dotage and you struggle mm-hmm. to. Uh, as Billy Connolly once said about Ronald Reagan, he says he's got his hand on the nuclear trigger. I wouldn't no. give my father the remote control. No. And it's it's no. exactly. And I always had a problem with that joke because Dennis Miller said it years years before him. Yeah, but Billy Connolly's <laughs> funny though. So <laughs> yeah, Stephen David. I mean, think think about this. Right? I, I, it's somewhere around seventy five percent of the the judiciary in the U S. Right is over the age of sixty. Mm-hmm. Okay, right 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 around seventy seventy five. I forget. You know, and it went down a lot under Trump because he appointed a bunch of 28-year-olds who've never even fucking been inside a courtroom because right. they're all lifetime appointments. Mm-hmm. But uh, so right around 70% is over the age of 60. One in six people over the age of 60 are in the middle of cognitive decline, including mm-hmm. which means 16% was about 12% of the federal bench in this country, at least, yep. is somewhere sundowning. While they're supposed to be there deciding people's entire lives. Right. That's yeah. horrifying. My my favorite thing about the argument of like uh, being anti-Trump is like, oh, so you must love Biden. It's like if someone if a, a waiter comes by and like you have to pick one of these two dishes and one is a huge pile of dog shit uh, <laughs> nestled on a rice cake and the other one is a, a cheeseburger and inside is just a little bit like a smidge, a smidge of dog shit. And you just go, okay, I'll have the 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 burger, I guess. And someone goes, oh, someone likes eating dog shit. No, <laughs> no, I do not. It's yeah, the I mean, lesser of several dog shits. That, that's the thing about, I think people maybe quite misunderstand us here in the crow pod is that we are just sort of bemused by the world. We're not pro you know, we're pro. Oh, no, I mean, I'm incredibly left wing, but no, the yeah. world's fucking. Insane. Of course, I forgot yeah. that. You're, 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 you know, you're, I'm, st- you're I'm still trying to get hateflags.com off the ground. So come on. Whereas I'm trying uh, to become an oligarch. Uh, you, you, you guys will be happy. I forgot to mention this on the show last week because everything going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but our good friend and former crow, well, he, he did one of the new shows with us too, or a couple, I think. Uh, Peter, yeah, you were. 
Yeah. yeah. Uh, it sent me a lovely gift pack out of nowhere of a couple banners that had been the Irox on Trophy Day last year and somebody like Sweet. some little badges and whatnot. So tonight, when I go to the pub to uh, to work for a couple hours, uh, there will be a Rangers flag going up Beautiful. in the bar. So, and I'm hoping that I, talk, I talked with Gaza a, from. Let me just. Yeah, no, I will. I, I talked with uh, I talked with Gaza from uh, from Narsa there, uh, G- uh, Gary Gillen. Um, so hopefully my my bar will be registered over the summer as an RSC. So if you happen to be passing through the Sweet. area, you'll be able to find that. That is cool. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I was talking to, to funny enough, I was talking to Gaz the other night, and he said, look, um, basically what what happened is there's, there's so many events at NASA. If you haven't signed up, sign up for it. There's so many events at NASA this summer in Vegas that he said, look, you're not going to be able to host all of them. And knowing Gary, he'll be drunk, right? So... <laughs> He will, right? He just he, uh, he will, yeah. right? He, 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 Gary will arrive two days before it and sober up the following July. So um, he will be. But he said, so you can't. He said, could could any of your guys do it? Um, uh, and I said, well, so so who maybe would would want to do it? Who would be good for you? And me, eventually he settled on Martin, right? And I'm having to pay half his fucking flight, by the way. But anyway, right. um, so <laughs> I, I don't see what I'm gaining at this, but apparently i'll get peace uh so as gary put it you know he's a very honest man guys and he said basically all the crappy shit that you and i don't want to touch we can get martin to do and i said i like your thinking so (laughs) he said he he texted me on that he says i'm about to book your flights Um, martin told me that he's booked his Um, tell me what flight he's on and you know i'll get you next to him so i went no don't don't do that he's like why not I, i don't talk to people when i'm traveling i just it freaks me out. I don't care for it at all. Um, and he was like, no, 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 no. You know what? I come with your mate. I'm like, I'm going to see him, you know, for four or five days. Yeah. I'll have that eight hours <laughs> to myself. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I mentioned this to somebody and he's, no, I'm exactly the same. I think it's less, you know, less unusual than people seem to think that right. if you're traveling somewhere, you don't necessarily want to sit and chat in that awkward way that you feel you have to, you know, right. where you're kind of, you know, but, I want to. Put uh, I don't, the, the, sec, the second I sit down in my seat on a plane, the headphones go on and. Yeah. Yeah. My, I'm not my wife and fucking I, anybody. My wife and I, we sit across the aisle from each other. We both get aisle seats because then if we, you know, if for longer flights, you, you need to go to the bathroom, up you go and it's no problem. And we'll sometimes, this is, this is how dumb we are. You know, she's, she's like, you know, in enjoying Kind of like the, uh, you know, the, she'll, she'll read and she'll catch up on that. I'm just hammering the bourbon button. Uh, yeah. I don't know if you know if you have this. There's a button you push and they just bring yes. in bourbon and it's great. Um, but we will sometimes sync up movies and we'll go, okay, three, two, one, go. And then we'll watch the same movie <laughs> together and then we'll talk about it when we land. But uh, in that eight hours, we don't need to be, uh, we know what each other like. That's fine. Yeah. 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 Don't have a nap. Sally and I hate. Um, or sorry, Sally and I both tend to to uh, like rather the same. See, I automatically went to hate. Probably says a lot about me. Yeah. As being. Oh, but, have uh, I got a flag for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you. I, lo- I look forward to getting. I, I felt so sorry for her last week, right? Because she's having to put up with me stomping about the place, and then I was like, I have to go to London, and oh yeah, I just feel so sorry for me. But we we tend to not like the same television so mm-hmm. why would we sit and watch you know like on a plane 
want something together and have to be together to do it. It's a separate, yeah. it's a solo experience. Uh, although I do want to, after my rant there, uh, a band I love, Magnetic Fields. Um, mm-hmm. If you haven't heard them, folks, please I check them out. Really well. They are brilliant, aren't they? The mm-hmm. and genuinely hilarious at times as well. Very tongue-in-cheek lyrics, uh, including one of my favourite songs ever, which is called The Biggest Tits in History, um, <laughs> which is uh, just a, a fine piece of work. But they're a great band, and they very rarely play live in the UK. They're an American band, and they're playing in Glasgow later this year. So I said to Gail, uh, our friend Shane, who, mm-hmm. uh, who likes them as well, and I was like, uh, do you want to come to this gig? I said, sure, I'll go. Uh, and God love her. She said, no, how much sell you for the ticket? I was like, no, I asked you to go. Yeah. Rules are rules, right? Yep. I'll pay. I'll pay the ticket. That, that's, you're not paying it for a gig you weren't going to go to. So, um, all booked. And then I said to Sal, "It's a weird thing, this, isn't it? How going to the gig, going to a gig, you sort of feel you need to go with somebody, but you're not going to talk. In fact, if somebody talks to me through it, I want to hit them. Yeah. But why can't you just go yourself and sit down and listen to the music? Yeah. It's, it's well, awkward, I mean, it's like, it? I mean, I don't mind. I'll go see a movie in the cinema by myself. I don't care. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I think cinema because like you're engulfed in a story and it and it's 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 a solitary experience. You're not you're you're not talking with people. But I enjoy having friends. I enjoy having like <laughs> friends. See, and that's at the difference the... between us and David. Yeah, yeah that, right. like I, I, I like. Oh, like... no, sorry, sorry. Hold on, back up there, Sparky. That's the difference between us. You're in the wrong fucking side of that two-one debate, Mister Shane. How fucking dare you? The only cunt I know this is anti-social is me. No, I am not fucking having that. I'll get to I, I work in the most social field that you possibly can. You are right, right. Nixon. You are an it's... introvert and an extrovert. World, right, but no, I am not fucking having that. You're on this side of right. the light over here. With Shane me. working in hospitality is like David right now working for the censorship board. Yes. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. That one was like I must protest, sir. Um, right. And and in fact, not only must I, I I've said good day. So that I'll <laughs> Have you shot. no decency, sir? Have yeah, no long last. Um, no, like, like when I think of like the the shows that I've had a really good time at, it's with people that either I'm introducing to for the first time that right. they've never experienced. Like um, a buddy of mine just texted me the other day and said, "What was that show that you took me to that was really great?" And I went, "Oh, it was the specials." He's like, "Right." It was yeah. so fun. He had never, he had, like, obviously I think he knew some of the songs, but he had never sort of like dedicated time and effort to. Yeah. To, to watching the specials. And yes, they're old. And yes, Jerry Dammers was just kind of standing there in a hoodie, you know, uh, vaping in between songs and and relying on the rest of the band to provide any form of, I don't know, energy. But he did. Um, and then, you know, there was another time where uh, a, a buddy of mine who is like a huge uh, Devo fan with me as well, but also that lends itself to other music. It was like Nitzer Reb was playing in town. And I was like, I was thinking about this and we're at a comedy show and he's like, oh, I would go to see Nitzer Reb. And I was like, boom, let's go watch three, you know, old guys do karaoke because that's basically what they were doing. But mm-hmm. it was, it's fun to be like, you know, you, where you can go, well, that song sucked and hey, this one's great. And, you know, yeah. but certainly for like a movie or something like that, I get it. Like I'm, yeah. I'm watching this anyway. I'm going to be engulfed in the story. You don't want to be the chowderheads going, what the fuck was that? So. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah I, I, I've never understood though why cinema for dates. I, I, uh, because I, you're, because uh, you're together, but you're not. Well, yeah, well, well, that's, well, that's, that's the thing. Like, it, like it, later it's, it's, on. 
Yeah, but yeah, but, went but, to, but it, it's it's the whole challenge aspect of it to see once the, the show is out, do you guys, uh, you know, enjoy this? Like, you know, I, I I think I think that's the whole point of it because mm-hmm. you can't when you're at that point of like dating that's typically pretty early on, yeah. you're not really going to each other's houses and sitting mm-hmm. and watching TV together for a mm-hmm. while. So it's, it's it's kind of the feeling out period of mm-hmm. uh, does this woman like Batman or not? You right. Know? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, you know, it's, it's those key first hurdles. Mm-hmm. I think part of it is that because I'm such a prick, right? If I went to see something <laughs> that I really wanted to see and they didn't appreciate it, that uh-huh. would put. I'd that's, certainly. That's the point. Oh, that that's yeah, it's why. it's that's how you thin the herd. Yeah, like you, you 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 bring them in, and if my good lady wife leaves me for natural causes or otherwise, and you know I get past the point of fuck this, I don't want. I, if I want someone in my life, the first thing I do is I sit them down on the couch. We put in Miller's Crossing, and at the end I go yes, <laughs> and then well, wait and see I, whether she makes it through dinner. I would be like that with bands as well. That I'd be sort of, sorry, you're not appreciating this enough. Um, mm-hmm. And 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 look, I love the way that you said we thin the herd. I look these days right like a dehydrated testicle sellotaped <laughs> to a broomstick. I, I, okay? I, I, I got I gotta give credit to whoever it was on Follow Follow that said you actually work more, <laughs> look worse than Gaza does. I do. Uh, <laughs> I mean, fuck. I mean, the, the, this is this uh, is the although, time. To I, be I, fair, to be fair, you have drank as much as he has. Somebody was saying about you know, guys are saying it's a bit sad, and I'm like, it it isn't, you know, speaking as somebody who's been through what he's been through, it's not, but you don't get away with it, right? There is a cost, and like, I get it now. I mean, my hands will never fucking stop shaking, apparently, and various other ailments, Mm. but you you don't get away with it. So, I don't think there necessarily might be a herd. Mm-hmm. Um, and my it, it's like that old thing. What's your type? My type are anyone kindly enough to sleep with me? Yeah, right. That's that's my type. So right. the blind and desperate. Anyone, you know, uh, blind, desperate, and deaf. I think are probably you know, <laughs> oh, you know heavy on the deaf. Thing. Heavy on the uh, deaf. I uh, so I don't. Uh, maybe the whole dating thing. It's dark. Well, yeah. I, I, I mean, when was the last time you dated? You know. Mm-hmm. I, well, actually, that's very. I have only ever dated, uh, yeah, you know, a few, you know, at school, but it yeah. wasn't really dating. Mm-hmm. It was meeting up a park to drink cider right. and and kiss, you know. Oh my uh, god! Oh, well, that was that was what he did, you know. Yeah. Fourteen, fifteen. You didn't date them. You didn't take them out or go to places with them. You just you all met up in your various groups of friends and you know, and parties and stuff, and and drank and took took. Uh, took drugs so the only <laughs> proper... Mr. Edgar what sort of evening do you have planned for us well my good well, lady we will meet I've in a park and uh, you will ingest on the nicest of scrumpy McGavin then... Park McGavin Park and uh, yeah. I've got I've got cider I've got six acid you can have one uh, <laughs> the, rest, the rest are for me um, and I've got and I've got some speed to sober me up before I go home. So, yeah, you're, you're welcome to join me. But um, so I've only ever dated like, once or one person, which is my ex-wife, because Sally, I knew anyway, and we were friends. So when we first got together, the, the idea of, you know, going out was just ridiculous. You know, like, oh, what are we gonna do? you know, known each other for years. So it was, I've only ever in my life, because I've been, since I was 18, I've been in, two relationships yeah. one that lasted 13 years one that's currently 13 years so yeah. um i haven't 
I, that's another reason why see if Sally dies for me it's just going to be Sky Sports and Dogs because I yeah. couldn't go into that <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't go back right well yeah let's before we get to a couple questions for the hundredth time one hundredth time mm. uh just I'm gonna say this so because people have asked me. I will not be at NARSA because it is my dad's 75th birthday weekend, oh, and we yes. have a fishing trip. So, got to gotta do that with the mm-hmm. old man because he only turns 75 once. So, you know, yep. slightly, slightly more important. Slightly. No, more of course. Important. But um, questions. Let's do this. Uh, Graham yeah. wants to know right off the bat. Uh, th- this is mildly serious, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. Uh, three million isn't enough to make a friendly with that mob worth it. Would ten million change the story or twenty million? Twenty million would change it. I'll be honest. Twenty million, yeah, yeah. That's that's five more I, I'm I, sorry. That. My 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 genius plan would work if Gareth Bale is twelve to one to sign for Rangers. Mm-hmm. You take King's three million. You slap it on there. You mm-hmm. go sign him, and then you pocket the rest. Yeah. Job done. Yep. Easy. Just printing cash right there. Yes. Print and cash. That's pretty good. <laughs> I like it. The math, the math works. I'm sure there wouldn't be any follow-up questions by you no. know, you know, antitrust people. But yeah, no, no, no. that's that scans. Well, you know, right, right, right along that line, Richard wanted to know, Scottish football edition, who needs a good slap and why? I, yeah. I can think of about 15 journalists who could mm-hmm. use one. <laughs> <laughs> Just start running down the list. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I, I'll tell you, I'm glad we have gotten through most of the rest of the international break without anybody acting like a massive dick. Correct. So that 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 is a plus. That mm-hmm. is a plus. Yep. Oh, where is he? <laughs> David's in a cave now. <laughs> so he's he's doing the Rob Bryden thing here. Well, right. basically, um, <laughs> where the hell did you go? Well, my old telly is currently being taken away. Okay. Um, a, a, a couple of friends think they can fix it. Uh, so if they can, they can keep it. <laughs> so they arrived to take my to take my telly. Guys, you know that when I start to do the crow pod, it's essentially the bat signal for people to visit my house. <laughs> of course it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Every fucking week, right? Uh, if I see if I'm waiting on a delivery from somewhere, I know mm-hmm. I don't need to panic. It'll arrive. Tuesday yep. afternoon when we were recording yep. the the, the yep. but so I've successfully because I, I think that the TV is fixable right but you would need to know your way around it and <laughs> me well <laughs> 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 you know Jesus fuck the chances of that are, are very slim uh, my dad had to come up the other day I, go, I feel so sorry for my dad I wish he did a proper son right rather right. than me I wish he'd got one so he came up and I was like hi dad what you you know the, you just popped in for a visit. He said, no, no, um, Sally's gave me a list of jobs to do around the house. I'm 44. <laughs> <laughs> and my dad arrived to do various things that needed done around the house. Oh, so, yeah. I, I, like I say, I feel I feel mm-hmm. for him. Although, like, uh, oh, I, I met a great uncleing from me at the weekend. Mm-hmm. So, at the weekends, um, in the press room, they, it was a wee bit, it was different to usual, right? Mm-hmm. Because obviously it wasn't, you know, serious games. So what players coming in and out. Emma Dodds was getting her makeup done in the press right. room. Doesn't usually happen. Mm-hmm. And how are the uh, shoes? Our shoes were good. Can't good. Can't yep. complain. Um, I don't know if I'm allowed to say. I don't know if this is offensive or whatever. But seeing real life, she's actually even more attractive than she is. Oh yeah, no question. On TV. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
you know, you know how sometimes with like stars, they, they take photographs of them not on TV and people say, well, wow, you know, they do a lot of work on her. She's the opposite, man. She's you're know, very, very attractive. Is that, could they, uh, is that offensive? I don't know. If it, you can find I'm people attractive. Right. I mean, she's a lovely person as well. I'm not, you know, you know, I'm just saying. Um, but speaking of attractive, Stevie and Al Dukes from St. Phoenix. Oh, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. there as well. They were going to perform at halftime. And I've known the boys, Christ, 15 years now. Right. Um, so it was great to catch up with them. I haven't seen them for a wee while. And as I pointed out to them, because I used to go and see the Vigo Thieves quite regularly. And Stevie mm-hmm. said, you've not come and see, you've not come and see St. Phoenix yet. And I was like, because I've seen photos of your crowd and I would feel like a nonce. Um, <laughs> You know, they're all t- teeny boppers. He's like, yeah, he says, I must admit. He goes, excuse young. I said, yeah, I'd feel kind of, can you imagine me and our mate Gordon up the back, people looking at us going, narcs. Um, <laughs> a definite sense of that. So, uh, but, you know, chatting away to him and I got a photograph. So the next thing I get home, my sister texts me. She says, oh, your nephew is super excited. I was like, why? She says, um, well, St. Phoenix are his favourite band. I said, all right, okay. So I phoned Stevie and I said, look, I never asked you for anything and I bought all your fucking records, which you've made me do over the mm. years. So could you do a wee video for my nephew? Just say, hi, you know, Aaron, this is from your, uh, your uncle David asked me to get into it. So he did it. God love him, he did it. And I sent it to Aaron oh, and I am like the coolest uncle. Yeah, sure. Right to the top but can you imagine actually and i was thinking about this how good it was a stevie to do it and i just i do want to give my wee shout out mm-hmm. if you'd been 10 years old and your favorite musician had you know got in touch with you you right. remember that shit for oh, life fuck yeah boy howdy God, yes. yeah, yeah yeah so well done stevie nice lads and just a wee shout out singles called happy place and it is genuinely good so uh i wouldn't i wouldn't tell you that you know what i'm like about music i would i would <laughs> I, I wouldn't point you in that direction. Okay, but it, so we, we, I think it was last Friday we were at the bar or Thursday. Oh, it was last Thursday. It was last Thursday because it was karaoke night. And um, like the the woman, so the whoever the who runs our karaoke, she has like a 1994 playlist that plays in between all the music, right? And we've we've talked about this summer of music before. Right? Can, can I guess Weezer's, the last song? Weezer's, Weezer's Blue Album and um, yes, uh, you know, like uh, Tom Petty and like all this shit, right? It is. That year, uh, mm-hmm. Dookie, everything. Right. So Counting Crows came on, Mr. Jones. And, w- and one of my bartenders, oh. she's like, oh, when did this song come out? Like 2002? I was like, no, December 93. She goes, no, it can't be that. I was like, no, it came out in December 93. December 93. And it, char- it, it, it hit its top of the charts in May of 1994. <laughs> like, I, I know this music chart, like the back of my fucking hand. <laughs> everything on it. It's all the music I've listened to for the past 25 fucking years. Yeah. <laughs> It's true. Uh, funnily enough, though, I remember the first time I felt old musically, Shane, and you might, I think, go down this route as well, is I bought August and Everything After when it came out, right? Yeah. 1990, mm-hmm. 1994, as you mentioned there, right? And uh, it basically, they, they arrived with a little bit of hype because Mr. Jones had been a hit in the US. Yeah. So over here, and I bought the album, I was like, that is a really good album. And it is still, you know, yeah, it's got depth. That's a great record. It, 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 great never, record. it never hit me in the numbers. Never did. Well, no, no. I, I, of course it didn't. I mean, yeah, but, pe- um, pe- people actually bought it. So, yeah, I know. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, the, it, it was a good album, especially kind of that age that I was at, because there's a lot of kind of solipsistic navel gazing in it. And, you know, when you're 17, <laughs> you are very much into that. So, uh, I, 
I remember listening to the Gaslight Anthems first album, which or mm-hmm. second album, sorry, but the first hit, which came out 2010 uh, or 2009, I think actually, because I went to the 10th anniversary before COVID. Anyway, um, and they've got a song on it where he says, uh, and Maria came from Nashville with a suitcase in her hand, which is, of course, yeah. from mm-hmm. Bounty Hill, the open track on the album. And I was like, is that classic rock now? That it can be referred ah, to. Right. Uh, so, no, my, my, my moment for that was when like everything on ten entered the, the rotation on the classic rock stations. Oh mm-hmm. no, no, oh. that shouldn't be allowed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A, a friend of mine writes, or two friends of mine write for a music magazine in the UK called Vivla Rock. Um it's very good. Um mm-hmm. kind of old school mag. Um punk primarily, but you know, does a lot of uh, so uh, Joe got in touch with me. He said, "Listen, I've got a review to do of uh, It's a Shame About Ray. You know, Lemonheads album. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. He said, well, it's, it's the yeah. 30th anniversary edition's just come out with loads of extras. He says, I know you're a big fan. I know nothing about them. Do you want to write it? I says, I don't bother, mate. Um, he says, because I want something about how it hit you then. You know, when you were 14, and because mm-hmm. it was a big gateway album for me. You know, at the time it was all Nirvana, Dinosaur Junior, Smash Pumpkins." Mm-hmm. They kind of pointed me towards, you know, like the Buds and Graham Parsons and stuff like that. Yeah. But it was a good, good link between the two. Um, and then he said something to me that chilled me to my very bones, where he said, <laughs> do you know that it's been longer since that album came out than from then in 1992 to Love Me Do came out? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, no, it's not. Yeah. And then you get out the pieces of string and the calendars. Yeah. I am literally old enough to have seen the whole second act of rock. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Uh, all right. Well. <laughs> In my day, yeah. well, we would sit around and listen to the sign which hit that. number one in 1994, and we yeah. had no well, idea they were Nazis. This is one of my <laughs> pet hates about. This is one of my pet hates about modern music, right? It's supposed to scare me. As an old person, mm-hmm. I'm supposed to I'm supposed to say the phrase that's not music. It doesn't have a tune. Right. I, whereas the stuff that we grew up with, the stuff that we've just mentioned there, you know, that sort of grunge scene and whatnot. You play that to a kid now and they're appalled. Yeah, you know, yeah, pixies yeah. or whatever. They're like, that's just noise. And you're like, no, it's supposed to be the other way round. Right. Yeah. You're supposed yeah, yeah, to yeah, find yeah, yeah. my music bland mm-hmm. and I'm supposed to find your music frightening, not mm-hmm. the other way around. Right. I mean, this shit was getting in the charts. And then the reason that you know, we all took drugs and you know, drunk ourselves into oblivion. See the lyrics when we were at an impressionable age. They're all about <laughs> fucking death. They're all about taking too much heroin. You know, that shit was dark. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, just go back and listen to In Utero by Nirvana, yeah. right? 14-year-olds shouldn't be listening to oh, this I shit. I, I watch uh, Saturday Night Live with my with my wife, and the musical acts will come on, and I always watch them because uh, they got on to Saturday Night Live. Yeah. You know, so I like I like to celebrate that. And nine times out of ten, I'm left going, "That was pretty good." Oh no, because I don't <laughs> I don't want to be the 52 year old guy showing up at the back of the Rosalia gig. He's hit. I don't need He's that. Cool. He's yes. 45. He's 45. <laughs> sure. Whatever. You want some shrooms? You know. <laughs> All good. All right. We, we got to get Todd out of here at the bottom of the hour. So let's, uh, for, for the 100th episode, uh, yes. I, gra- I, grabbed, I grabbed a good one. I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you a little, little extra treat of your onion of the week oh, here. Here we go. Dateline Chicago. Mm-hmm. 
Opening up about how much different his life is these days, local man Brian Hinsdale told Reporters Tuesday that his newfound sobriety had completely changed the way he gains weight. (laughs) (laughs) For years, anytime I started putting on the pounds, it was because of how much beer I was drinking. But now that happens as a result of all the extra snacks I'm compulsively eating. A (laughs) 36-year-old man with more than 11 months of sobriety under his belt. Adding that if it weren't for the support of friends and family, he never would have been able to quit alcohol and replace the empty calories in his diet with salty, fatty foods and sugary treats. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I, uh, funnily enough, when I stopped, <coughs> I lost like three and a half stone inside three months. Yeah, so. that's all. Yeah, I posted up the pictures. I always do when we're starting the show. And my, our good friend Mark Boyd, I think it was, it was like, big man's losing some weight. Like, yes, I am. Yeah, you <laughs> are. You. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, I'm back on the bicycle again. So. Oh, for fuck. Oh, but you know, hey, I did something really smart. I ordered a very because, br- like, almost all my clothing is blue or dark red, mm-hmm. right? Which probably shouldn't come as a shock. Right. But uh, that doesn't lend itself well if you're riding at night sometimes. No. Mm-hmm. So no, I bought a very brightly colored. Right reflective-ish jacket that mm-hmm. I can wear at night now. Yeah. So well, hopefully, all I hopefully is, that, that will save me just, at least you, one time getting knocked down no, by a moment. You've just made it easier for, <laughs> yeah, for them to from, target me. For people <laughs> yeah. from Illinois as they engage in the great <laughs> Illinois summer sport of rundown Shane. Yeah. Right? This, you've just made it easier. This is for all the Canadians out there. People walk into your bar and go, wow, Phil Kessel's really taking care of himself. <laughs> so all right, thank you all for, uh, well, I, I got, you know, at least 100 episodes back. Yes. Like I said, it's probably more. But, mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's been a couple of years now. So, mm-hmm. okay. I mean, honestly, it's, sometime this year we crossed the 10-year the mark of of uh, something with the Crowpod name on it. Right. Which is, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Amazing. So, yeah. So, that'll do it. Uh, like I said, scroll down the show notes. Just click on the link to support us. If you got a business, let us know. Me or Todd will take care of it. Todd, yes. you can find all of his stuff at HeyIt'sTVA.com. Find him on Twitter at HeyIt'sTVA. What's coming up? Uh, the live shows are starting to come out. You can find that at HeyIt'sTVA.com slash calendar. But uh, so far, as far as I know, one month from basically today, uh, write them up in Toronto at Comedy Bar, 7 p.m. All the details will be there soon. I'm just finalizing up the lineup. And uh, the latest act on um, Comedy Above the Pub was uh, return guest Josh Johnson. Uh, oh, so, who has, yeah, no, was, yeah. He was fucking busy this <laughs> entire time since since visits. Like, he, did, he does more before 9 a.m. than the fucking Marines. <laughs> so <laughs> go listen to him. He's great. Oh, man. Uh, of course, David, you can find everything on Heart and Hand. Find him on Twitter at Ibox Rocks. Me and him, hopefully, I, I, you know, I mean, the schedule is going to be so compounded here with Europe and everything. Uh, mm-hmm. We probably won't start recording the uh, Watergate thing until near the end of the season, mm-hmm. I'm guessing. Yeah, I think so. Right. I think, uh, I think, because we do really want because people are asking, which is great. Yeah. You know, people, well, people and honestly, I mean, it'll, it'll take us three days to yeah. just record. I mean, you know, yeah. it's more producing it than it is. Yeah, the, we, and the we desert would, islands. We got to get that. We got to get back on that. Yeah, but I mean, it's just. Look, look, I mean, when, when there's two days of football every week, and you know, yeah. we do actually. Well, two of us work. Well, one of us. Oh, home, I work. <laughs> I, I, I'm producing this fine content for people. Um, I. 
I had to go to London last week and I didn't want to for fucking to cover to cover what was essentially a networking event, which was you know that was for. Oh, by the way, I just before people said you know you went to this thing, Rangers were hosting this dinner. Well, when the dinner, it was just a, a meet and greet for. Um, you know, kind of like influencers in London, which is fair enough. Celtic have done it yeah. for years, and I, I think I would say that they've got a wee bit more political influence than we do. Mm-hmm. But um, I go there, right, and you guys know me, right? So there's all these people in suits. Do you know what I mean? Like serious suits. Sure. And I'm standing there going, oh my God. And people are coming up and they're talking to me about, you know, politics and shit. And I'm like, ah, <laughs> I want to go home. <laughs> I really want to go home. So, no, but. The, the Watergate show is going to be a massively yeah, love and we, we want to do it properly. Plus, there's no football at all this summer because no. no World Cup. Well, I, I talked to, uh, for, for those that were here last summer, our buddy Dan McMahon. Uh, we've got him penciled yeah. in uh, at the end of June. So we're going to do like a, a one year back uh, on the road. And Todd, we're, we're going to have here you here for this. Since, you know, you, you guys, you do kind of the same thing in, in different veins. You get up on mm-hmm. stage and, and do stuff. Yeah. Well, and from now on, though, you're going to get punched when you beat the <laughs> people don't like. We can only hope. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank, thank, you all, thank you all for 100 episodes back. And we will be back next Tuesday. And that's it. Bye. Some people call me the Space Cowboy. 